2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
3: we're joined on site right now by our buddy ross tucker he of course joins us throughout the nfl season played in washington is one of the really sharp analysts covering the league at this point ross it's awesome to see in person after so many phone calls
0: it's so nice to see people in person that you talk to throughout the year that's like the greatest Value add, I feel like, of the Super Bowl. That's the thing, is to actually see someone like you in person. Yeah. Because I talk to you, what, eight times a year or whatever it is on your show. So, it's nice to actually get a chance to see you in person for once.
3: Uh, Dan Quinn, circuitous route. Washington lands on Dan Quinn as their head coach. It feels Rivera-y to me. You go with the defensive retread hire from the NFC South that got to the Super Bowl that one time with an MVP quarterback. Who am I talking about? But. Obviously, there's more energy here, and it does seem like his great asset they thought would be building a staff, and we could pick nits on what he's done so far. But they got a star in Cliff Kingsbury. He brings over Joe Witt to call plays, who was going to be Dallas's defensive coordinator. They now bring in Brian Johnson today of the Eagles. They're starting to pick off some staffers from around the division. What do you think so far about the staff he's putting in place?
0: So, I feel good about the staff he's putting in place. I understand the Rivera e, and I you you make really good points in the comparison between those. I can certainly see how people feel that way. I guess what I would argue is is two things. One is, I I, you know I like to ask you questions sometimes. Has this process taken a little bit of the buzz away from Josh Harris and the new ownership group? Because it feels like Dan Quinn was what their third choice at best. Ben Johnson and Mike McDonald, I think that's been reported. I guess that's the biggest negative to me. I feel fine about Dan Quinn as a coach. I, I'm actually a believer in guys getting second chances like Dan Quinn. So I feel good about him. Everybody raves about him. You know, the people in Atlanta will tell you he had game management issues, clock management issues that they didn't like. But I feel really good about Dan Quinn as a as a player and as a coach from a player's perspective i just i i'm worried that they lost an opportunity for all the joy that they had been having or were trying to have
3: i think even the people that were frustrated or maybe just disappointed i don't think they're holding it against ownership necessarily like let's say they did a bad job on the search and i'm not sure that that's fair happens you know I, i think the fact that dan's still gone the fact that these guys are smart the fact that they're doing a lot of things pretty well, there's still a honeymoon period going on. The, the beautiful thing is, though, we're at a point now where we're just kind of talking ball, calling balls and strikes. GM hire Adam Peters. People were elated, high-fiving, ready to, to build the statue of, of Not there.
0: the other outside garbage.
3: Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's just – okay.
0: It's and, okay and, and,
3: to and, not agree with the football thing, but it's so different than the last thing where no matter what happened, you despise the guy and – People didn't want to give him a penny, so you weren't buying tickets, you weren't buying gear. It was just the apathy had set in, and this is a lot better.
0: And honestly, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that they got their third choice, you know, if you remember when the Eagles hired Doug Peterson, he was considered the worst head coaching hire. I think the same might have been for Sirianni. People were not, like, impressed that the Eagles hired Tyranny. His opening
3: presser specifically, the water of the plant bit, he got killed. Terrible. Yeah. It
0: was one of the worst things I've ever heard. So, both those guys went to the Super Bowl for Philadelphia. So, I think ultimately what matters is how Dan Quinn performs. You know, a lot of people thought he would get a head coaching job last year. It didn't happen. He got one this year. And I am a believer in guys getting second chances. All of us, I think, would be better the second time around we do something. You know what I mean? Like... The fans don't ever want to retread because they want to believe that the new guy they get is like can be, you know, Andy Reid or Bill Belichick or whatever. The reality is neither one of those guys had ultimate success until they went to their second stop. You know?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of times, and this is not just coaching hires, but certainly talking about quarterbacks, whatever it is. If you haven't seen a guy screw up yet, there's this hope that he's never going to or that he's going to be the next great one speaking of quarterbacks and ross tucker is with us on grant and danny you hear him throughout the year and we're getting to hang out with him here at radio row in vegas at mandalay bay convention center do you have any concerns about caleb williams with some of the like floating rumor stuff because i don't know what to do with this none of it's really coming from his mouth if people are penalizing him because we hear he wanted an ownership stake or now he doesn't want to play for the bears It might all just be nonsense. None of it might be true. And we're assuming, like the last time I remember this much stuff swirling around a quarterback was Kyler Murray. And as a pro, there has been some weirdness about him and his camp and whatever. So it gives me a little pause. How should I feel about that?
0: I think that's a good comparison uh, in a lot of different ways. And I would say, you know, you talk with people, and sometimes it can be a, a parent, and sometimes it can be an uncle, Sometimes it can be their rep that uh, may not be experienced and or may think that they can sort of um, overstep their bounds, if you will, you know, overplay their hand. And so any of those things might be going on. I would say on a scale 1 to 10, 10 being very concerned, 1 being not concerned at all, I'm probably at a 3 or a 4. But that's not a 0. You know what I mean? That's not a zero. It's not, it's not a non-factor. This is when it's really important that you talk to his high school coach and you talk to Lincoln Riley and you find out, okay, let, let, what, let's separate fact from fiction. First of all, where is this stuff coming from? Is it his agent? Is it his dad? Where is it coming from? And is this what type of kid is he? Or is this just his dad or whoever thinks, he's, you know, thinks he can be Drew Rosenhaus or whatever and make these deals?
2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: You don't have, like you say, it's a three with Williams. You're a zero on Drake Bay, a zero on Jaden Daniels. In other words, they've given you no reason to be nervous from a, a personal standpoint at this point.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard them say. I haven't heard. I haven't seen any reports saying they don't want to play for the Bears. Correct. That's one that jumps out to me. Or
3: they want to be partial owners, which they can't do anyway by way of yeah. the league's rules. What about trading? Which by the
0: way, money? that that is the part that makes me not as concerned. Because that is evidence that whoever said that doesn't know what they're doing and they're inexperienced. Sure. So like that would be how I would feel about that. Like it's somebody that's inexperienced and not really someone that knows what they're talking about.
3: Ross Tucker played in D.C., one of our favorite NFL guests throughout the year on G&D. What's your thought on trading up from 2-1 to if you're Washington rather than staying put and taking the guy that's best there?
0: I always am curious about that. Walk me through that scenario because if the Bears want Caleb Williams, they're going to take Caleb Williams. Definitely. If the Bears don't want Caleb Williams, they're not going to take him. You would only trade up if somebody else is willing to trade up. Why else would you trade up?
3: Well, You would only
0: trade up if you thought that another team... If the Bears said, listen, the Patriots are going to trade up for one, well, then you have a decision to make. But until you get to that point, why is there even a conversation? So,
3: Washington would trade up if they really want Caleb Williams. If they... Evaluate it and decide he is Mahomesian, or he is head and shoulders better than the other two. This is a generational. But
0: don't trade up just to trade up. Trade up oh, if no, you have to be. trade up.
3: Correct. But no, no, they. I, yeah, you're giving up too much. I wouldn't. I don't think they would do that. But if, if, you know, if the Bears aren't going to take him and they want to move back, well, someone else is coming up to get him. The problem is, if a team's coming up from behind you, three, five, seven, eight, whatever, they're giving such a massive haul, you probably can't equal it. But maybe the Bears go, you know what? we really like Jaden Daniels or we really like Drake May, we can get them at two. Washington comes up, gives us two second rounders this year, 34 and 40, and a first next year. We get those three picks plus Jaden Daniels who we like better than Caleb Williams anyway or, you know, we're worried about Caleb Williams. And so it actually makes a lot of sense for the Bears if if they're not in on Williams. It, It all depends on what these teams think about the considered number one prospect.
0: I think it's highly unlikely that the Bears trade the number one pick. You know why because whatever they would get in return i don't know that it's worth the message it sends of not taking our guy at one you know what i mean like that's a dangerous game to play and it also maybe you could argue it's just smart and i get that but i i feel like you want to send the message this is the guy like this is our guy we're taking him at one now, if they can, if the Patriots and Washington want a battle to try to get to number one to get the guy you don't want, then maybe you can pull that off. Maybe. Super Bowl I think fifty-eight, it's Ross. Yeah.
3: Who's your Who's your squad? Who are we rolling
0: with? Oh, the Chiefs. Have you heard? Has, has anybody said the Niners to that? Has a single Actually, person said that?
3: It's getting. I don't want to say lazy, but it's getting redundant and, and pretty constant. That everyone's now just saying Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Can't bet against them. But, yeah, we've had some people pick the Niners. I mean, on paper, they're the deeper, better roster. It's just that hasn't mattered a whole lot because you got Mahomes and Reed doing their thing.
0: I, I don't know how they're favored. I don't know how you could look at these teams in the playoffs and say that you think that the Niners are better. I, I don't know how that happens. I mean, I, the Chiefs have been the better team. In all three playoff games, including at Buffalo, at Baltimore, the Niners, I mean, I can name six plays right now, Grant, that if they went the other way in the Packers game, they would have lost that game. And then you can also go to the the next game with the Lions that dominate them. I mean, the Chiefs have the better defense. The Chiefs right now have the better offensive line. They obviously have the better quarterback. I, I guess here's how I would say. If they played ten times, I think the Chiefs would win seven. Maybe even eight. Wow. But okay. definitely seven right so then where does that put you if you're the niners maybe this is one of the two or three games where they win but i don't know but
3: you bet on ball if that's the case why is the line what the line is
0: great question because i have a betting podcast the even money betting podcast and the answer is they go with the whole season the large sample and they do the power ratings based on and for most of the season they thought the niners were the best team yeah and they thought the niners are like nine points better than an average team okay and then they would tell you that the Chiefs are like six and a half points better than the average team. That's how you get a line of about two and a half. What I would argue is they don't heavily weight. the rec- They don't put enough weight on the recent sample size And uh, to me in the playoffs. Like that's, that's the issue.
3: Thank you, buddy. Of
0: course. Always it's great to, to see, you. see you.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.